Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 491, recorded from the DeFont Lorry Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? Oh, I'm doing very well, thank you. Yeah, what's new in your neck not, of the woods? Not much. I hear, I hear your practice facilities now open again? Practice facilities open, golf course. It sounds like it's going to be any day now or any week Ooh. now. You, you're excited, though. I'm, you I'm ready to get... starting to miss it, right? Yeah, I'm ready to get back out there. Yeah. Are you going to hit up the practice facility? It's not worth... You don't drive all the way out there just to practice. Yeah, go out there. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. yeah, that's good. Played some golf this weekend up in New Hampshire. I didn't get any uh, scores. Usually, when you're 87, you're sending me messages. What happened? I was 86 at Owl's Nest. Oh, that's you say nice... like household name? And then I shot a 93 at the Mount Washington course. Any Donald clubs break? No, no broken clubs. Any of your friends lose it? No, they played good. They don't play that much, and they all played pretty good. Like mid to high 90s for guys that play like two times a year that's pretty good some pars and bogeys out there do you, do you throw any golf chatter out there or no a little bit they're not into that too much i don't care none of the What's people the i play with are either <laughs> that's a good point maybe i, I still just have that mentality. sit there in the corner with my tourettes that's a good ball yeah. right there yeah i did give a best one of the day yeah but one. you do it like legitimately like when the yeah, guy hits, the... A, hits a roller at his ankle, you got to throw that out there. What was the first drive, though? It, I love setting that thing up on number one is the best, isn't it? <laughs> so, did any of them even like smirk or? No, they didn't flinch. I don't think they realized what happened. No because, idea. Like, what the... I mean, you're saying it on one. It's the dumbest thing. Well, he hadn't he hadn't played golf in like two years and he hits a drive off the first tee and he pokes it out there pretty good. That's the best one of the day. Theoretically, you could roll one and it could be could be the best one of the day. And you don't know. It could be on one, and it might be the best one of the day. Yeah, it, it could, could be, because you might be in for a bad a bad day. A real bad day. That's true. Yeah. You just want to make sure you get it in there, regardless. I'll tell you what, though. Those Donald Ross greens at the Mount Washington course are brutal. After you play like a resort course, yeah, like a newer course, and you're not used to the, the tricky Donald Ross greens, I had lots of trouble. A lot of three putts on, uh, on Saturday. On those greens for me, I couldn't figure them out. The speeds were all messed up. I mean, three putts weren't they giving you anything, Pudgy? Were you putting everything out? So no, that's how bad. The, that's how bad the uh, the first putts were. The second putts were nowhere near give me range. 
We did play for uh, for dinner, so it was a it was a big bet, I guess. Was it? Did you play teams or was it one person? Yeah, it was had teams. Advice? It was de- it was teams. Yeah. Where'd you guys go? Uh, we went to a brewery. Uh, actually, we went to two two different breweries to have food. One is called uh, One Love Brewery. It was very good, and the other one is the Woodstock Inn. We went to. Never heard of that either. Of them, obviously, but... they're good stuff. But it was good. A good trip. Good little weekend away with the with the college roommates. We had a good time catching up and being idiots. You revert back to that point in your life. You know what I mean? Like when you see your buddies from high school, you resort right back to cooking steaks on the foreman grill in the mudder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You remember that, huh? Love that story. We're talking about it in the pool. That's a great story, isn't it? Plugging it was... in the bathroom, you got people brushing their teeth and <laughs> you're just cooking sausages in there. You get the grease, tra- the little grease trap under it. Got the scissors. <laughs> That's so dumb, isn't it? That's great. It's a good story. I mean, it's no different from Schaefer making the coffee at that. That's a good point. That's right? a good point. Oh, yep. Yeah. That's a very good point. I'll tell you what, parts. I'm making some uh, major, major upgrades here in the studio. Okay. And I'm not one who likes to look at myself often, but I'm looking with this ring mirror. Mm-hmm. And I am like a, I am like a bottle of wine. I'll tell you what. Not many people age like me. No, that's true. I think we can all agree on that. Right. You're like a bottle of wine, dusty and... I'm a fine <laughs> bottle of wine, parts. There we go. Oh, that's very good. It's my boom on making you jealous. It's in the... It's it. You can see it more clear. In the, it's in the shot. Yeah, I not look really. Professional, do I not? Wait. You wait until I think by Tuesday when we record with Joe, I'm going to have the background lighting, too. Oh, jeez. You're a mess. Uh, I'll bring my ring light down too for that recording, I guess. No, no, no. We're recording with Joe on Tuesday. Yeah, I'll bring my ring light in. Oh, oh, that's right. You I don't know why you're not fully decked out up down up there. Because we're this is audio only. We don't put out a video product. I don't need to be I don't need to look good for you. Who am I trying to impress? Maybe you'd boost your self esteem if you had a ring light and you could look in and and, and... See that there are no imperfections. That's true. That's a good point. You make a good point. Could be good for the soul, you know? (laughs) A little chicken soup for the soul. Mm Mm-hmm. What's coming up on our YouTube page? Don't forget, this is is coming out in a couple weeks, this episode, as we record. Uh, We're working working right now on the uh, Storm Along Bay. Oh, very nice. Yes. That'll be very appropriate. Get you uh, excited for your trip. That the go the up. GoPro. I mean, I did a full tour nice. of Stormalong Bay. Very nice. So we'll get a Stormalong Bay video on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash at WDWBTG. Where are we at? Are we gonna be over three hundred subscribers when this uh when this episode comes out? Let's hope so. We're getting there, right? Yeah, we're getting there. Chip chipping away. What are we at right now? I'm just looking. We're at two ninety five. Five, no, no. Oh, 94. I read that wrong. Yep, 294. So we need we just need a handful more. So please create another Gmail account and subscribe to the uh to the channel. We appreciate it. YouTube.com slash at WDWBTG. Storm Along Bay coming up. Got some other videos from the archives that you're getting up in, in good order. So check that out. Now you got new studio set up. So you said you're gonna try to create more uh 
more 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 in studio content in studio con not vlogging necessarily oh yeah well yeah vlogs in the studio though well yeah i meant like not on the scene it's not going to be all at disney world you could do stuff from your house and talk right. about things yeah right exactly. exactly very good uh should we take our first break here? absolutely that sounds like a plan all right we'll be right back <laughs> All right, we are back from break episode number 491 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week we are going to do a dive into the restaurants, the often overlooked restaurants at the Swan and Dolphin. Now we've talked about these restaurants, mm-hmm. not all at once, not like this, no, not in one easy to consume package, but we, we talk about them a lot. They're some of your favorites. Um, they all are pretty highly regarded and mostly overlooked. So we did talk about them a couple weeks ago. Um, some of them came up in our most, uh, overlooked restaurants list. And also, uh, just as a little preview for next week, we're going to have an episode. This is going to be a great show about instead of, uh, if you can't get, or if you don't want to eat at the cheerleader joint, what's a good alternative? So, if Or you, actually, even if you're looking to eat at the cheerleader joint, right? where can we steer you? Yeah, we'll steer you in the right direction. So these are going to be uh, cheerleader alternatives. So the, some of these may uh, come up. So this will be a good little uh, appetizer, if you will. Would you say that, would you consider ourselves to be experts in dining and resorts? Right now, with all of the classes that we've taken and our hands-on, um, e- yes. I, I mean, define you, expert. You, you, re- you reluctantly said yes. Well, I was saying, you know, I, I said something to my buddies this weekend when we were playing golf, and I said, if you think about it, in the history of human civilization, with people that have ever lived throughout all of history. There's billions and billions, you know, like right now, however many billion people are on the earth, but all people living and dead of all time. I said, we are in the top 1% of golfers ever, just because 99% of people have never in the history of civilization never picked up a, a golf club, right? Just by math, we have to be in the top 1% of all time. So that being said, I think we're better at we're better experts at Disney resorts and restaurants than most people. Yeah, we are like, we might be in the top 1% at 
Oh, period. oh, hands down, not even close. right now. But in all of humanity, we're in like the top point zero 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 one percent. Could be the foremost experts in all of human history. Or up there. What do you think? Lou Mangello knows more about the restaurants than Absolutely we do. Absolutely not. And if he's listening, he can come out. We'll I'll debate. <laughs> you know, we're 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 getting into primaries and there's gonna be start being debate. So I'll debate anybody. Anybody wants to come on the show and put it up. You have an open invitation. Info at WDWBTG. Now, how would this debate like who how do we judge these debates? Maybe have you maybe have you be the moderator. I could moderate and let the people decide. Right. Who knows more? That's true. We could maybe do a live show. Oh boy. Now we're getting excited. I'm an ideas part guy parts. There you go. Love it. Anyway, let's get right to it. Swan Dolphin, Swan Reserve. You have said always in the history of this show the best restaurants, most overlooked. Yep. Pound for pound. Like if you just go by resort, they probably have the best restaurants of any. No resort. doubt about it. Best food and beverage on property. Well, is it really property part? Because <laughs> you're not technically Disney places, so Larry hasn't been on in a while, has he? No, we we laid him off during the uh, furloughs and COVIDs, and he hasn't been back. He didn't come back. Um, yeah, I mean, people will always argue that. And then the thing is, though, you can still make reservations to those mm-hmm. restaurants through the my disney experience so disney considers them disney restaurants yep so you should too and they're not out of the way like if no. you are if you're dying to go to beaches and cream you already have made the commitment to go to the boardwalk area take right. a couple extra steps or mm-hmm. hop on the boat and get off at a different stop and check out a swan and dolphin yeah you don't have to walk i mean i like to hoof it it's not a bad walk, but if it's no. a day where you don't feel like walking, or if you have like strollers and stuff, and you yeah, just, just take yeah, the, just take, take the, the friendship boat. boats over there. It's very easy, or or take an Uber from your resort directly there if you're not in Epcot at the time. However, you were going to get to to Beach Club or Boardwalk. Let's just get over to uh, to the Swan and Dolphin. What do you want to start with here, partner? Uh, you want to start at the smaller resorts and work our way. Okay. So the smaller one would be the Swan Reserve then. Now we have Amare, which you love. How about the breakfast? Have you looked into the Amare breakfast at all? No, I haven't. So they have a they have a little breakfast buffet parts. Thirty five thirty five ninety nine per person. So that's on the pricey end for a breakfast buffet. Cause what was uh what was Boma? 29 maybe yeah it was it's into the 30s now but i think when we were no it's not going over there it's only a couple bucks more yeah than that, maybe if if not the same so uh the buffet has scrambled eggs uh eggs benedict with poached eggs thinly sliced canadian bacon toasted english muffin with hollandaise sauce omelet stations choice of ham bacon bell peppers onions tomato cheddar cheese pepper jack cheese Biscuits and gravy, uh, pancakes, waffles, oatmeal. Um, we have bacon, Virginia blended sausage, breakfast potatoes, overnight oats, Greek yogurt and granola parfait, uh, cereals, uh, fruit, citrus, bananas, pastries, uh, smoothies, fresh juice, and assorted uh, non-fresh juice, I guess. I'm guessing they do their fresh orange juice there, and then other stuff is 
is bottled milks things like that um so we so we have a breakfast buffet there 35 mm -hmm. which i would say just based on the quality that you talk about with amare that that's got to be solid yeah now how big of a restaurant is it? it's not that big right it's not like where do you, how were they set up the buffet in there if you had to that i don't know i know that they have a back wall of oh, seating so, so they might they might just pull some booths out there i'm not sure because if you think about like usually not many restaurants convert back and forth right like you either set up for a buffet or you're not so i was just curious oh, the other thing they is they have an open kit the open kitchen concept yeah so i'm i'm gonna doubt that they're gonna have because the food runners have to go there so you might be able to set something up against that wall oh okay you that follow what i'm saying it, yeah yeah without having seen it I'm just curious. Now, is that something that? But you, yeah. Susie's not a big buffet person, though, especially for breakfast, right? No, yeah. That'd be tough to convince her to go over there when you're up. You're only up there one day to, to it, do that breakfast. Hard to say. It's not a bad play for when we go when we get up there first thing in the morning. Do a little buffet, yeah. To get up to Beach Club and just walk over there, do a nice buffet. Yeah, I'm liking this play actually. It's not, it, I mean, it's different. You didn't even know they had a breakfast, so you know it's not a, a common one. Um, what else do we have? Obviously, the dinner there. I assume the lunch is the same, but I don't even know if that's true. I don't even know if they do a lunch. Does it say lunch? Yeah, it does. It was always open at, it was always open at 5, so maybe they changed it. I mean, they have a lunch menu, and it was... Mm. hasn't been updated in a while so i'm looking at all ears here so maybe it's not completely yeah i don't remember them ever accurate the breakfast again that that was uh hasn't been they haven't updated the menu in a while but it has the price has been updated so they're still doing doing the breakfast anyway lunch they have uh burger Char-grilled burger, tomato jam, imported Greek feta cheese, lettuce, tomato, onion on a toasted brioche bun for $19. Mahi-mahi sandwich for $20. Oh! Yeah, that sounds good. Grilled piece of wine-caught mahi fish on a ciabatta bun with tomato, onion, arugula, and a caper emulsion. And then a grilled cheese, $18. Creamy fontina and gruyere cheeses and... Uh, another kind of cheese, which I don't know how to pronounce, N-D-U-J-A. Nahuda are grilled between sesamo bread and served alongside our house-made tomato soup with French fries, $18. We have uh, appetizers, I think are the same as the dinner. Fried calamari, charred octopus, uh, tomato braised lamb and beef meatballs, and a char-grilled pepper crostino. They have soup and salads. Uh, the flatbreads again. We talked about leek and potato uh, flatbread. The margarita, which you guys have gotten in the La Soprasetta, which yep. you've also gotten, right? Yep. Red onion, torn mozzarella cheese, uh, Soprasetta sausage, and San Marzano tomatoes. And you $18. can see that review. We actually got it to go and brought it down to the compound here in Sarasota. Yeah, and you said it On traveled pretty channel. well. It did. And there's only a couple entree options for uh, lunch. They have the house-made tonarella pasta steamed with baby clams, roasted tomato sauce, Calabrian chili, and guanciale. That sounds good. 
Basteka, cast iron seared skirt steaks served alongside with onions and rosemary potatoes served uh, with a horseradish crema. And grilled suvaki, your choice of a grilled tender chicken or Angus beef skewer with crispy potatoes, charred greens, pesto, harissa, spiced hummus, and warm pita bread. And those are uh, $23 for the suvaki, $32 for the steak, and $28 for the uh, pasta with clams. It's a pretty solid, smaller menu for lunch, mm-hmm. but you got three sandwiches, three entrees to choose from, and the three flatbreads. So still some pretty good options there. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into that because on the Disney website, they're, they're only showing dinner. Oh, really? Yes. Hours. Let's see what the hours say here. Well, let's move on to the... Uh, the when I get my board parts, we're going to be able to dial up right on our podcast. I could call right over there. Oh, there you go. Did you order one? I haven't done that. That's probably my last <laughs> thing that to buy that I don't need. Yeah, exactly. You like the board, so don't you? It's not a bad move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad, aren't I? It does. So on their website, swandolphin.com, Amare is... Breakfast is open 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Lunch eleven thirty to two and dinner five to eleven. All right. And they have all the different menus. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Disney's not up to date on their website. Yeah, I was gonna say I I, I trust the Swan and Dolphin. Oh, good news uh, for you. They have a regular menu that you can order instead of the buffet, so you could do the buffet and Susie oh, could do, do her own uh, her own thing. They have a three-egg omelet, frittata, toasted bagel sandwich, avocado toast, Belgian waffle. Yep. Um, all sorts of good stuff. <clears throat> Listen to the fresh pressed juices they have. Granted, they're nine dollars for a juice, which seems a little high to me. Pudge, I'm buying I'm buying six hundred dollar lights that nobody can even see me on so i mean a nine dollar freshly squeezed juice isn't gonna make me blink is it pineapple apricot nectar mango orange mint or fresh squeezed conquered grape juice fresh squeezed grape juice sounds pretty good i like grape juice once in a while do you you like you're not a you're grapefruit you're not grape yeah like grapefruit you can get that that's four dollars for the out of the bottle stuff but the fresh the fresh pressed juices like that Parts, this is kind of messing me up. This is why I like this place because this is so out of the box. This isn't your typical yeah. Tropicana crap. And I like Tropicana, right. don't get me wrong, but when you're on vacation, it's nice to have something a little unique, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. And now again, I'm on the uh the Swan and Dolphin website looking at the menu for lunch, and there's actually a turkey club also on there. In addition good to the, the other good, stuff, good for the finicky eater. Tell me about yeah, that. Uh, tell me about that uh, lunch pasta. So, house-made tonarelli pasta. I don't know what shape that is. With steamed baby clams, a roasted tomato sauce, Calabrian chili, and guanciale. Do you know what guanciale is? No. It's an Italian uh, meat. It's pork cheek. It's the cheek of the pig. But apparently, it's like. A mix between like ham and bacon and flavor, like it gets real crispy and it's, it's really going to work for me, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
Absolutely. So you're on board here. You want to hit this place up, don't you? It sounds pretty darn good. It does. Um, so we're at the Swan and Dolphin website. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh switch over to the Swan and Dolphin website here. So let's go back to dining. Problem is they don't have them broken up by location, just by uh name. So what else what do you want to talk about next? We we right, doing anything with with quick serves, you want to just do sit downs? Just basically. do sit downs. All right. They do. They do though. Up at their bar, their bar is like right next to Amare. Okay. And they have they have separate uh, food items. Like that, I know that they were doing like like a burger that they weren't serving for dinner at Amare. So they have oh, really? a nice. Yeah, they do have a very nice selection, and they and they throw the flatbreads on there. So. That's another good so option. What one that, what's that called? The, the Stir Pub? Yes. There's, yep. Okay. And then there's like the Tangerine Pub in Lounge. Those are the two. No, it was the Stir because it's also it, it also acts as the pool bar because they have a connected window. <clears throat> gotcha. So you can, if you're at the pool, you can just go up to that window and they'll serve you through. You know what I'm saying? So Stir offers an airy tropical feel in the lobby and serves specialty cocktails on light bites. Um, try the chef's selections of handcrafted salamis of Spain and Italy and a sopracetta, red onion, torn mozzarella, and San Marzano flatbread. That's what you're talking about. Yep. Open afternoons and evenings, 3.30 to midnight. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just pull up this menu quick for this stir. And it does it. It's the same. It's obviously coming out of the Amari kitchen because a lot of stuff's the same. They have the uh, char-grilled pepper crostino, the calamari. Um Mediterranean dips for $14. Grilled pita bread served with red pepper. Mumahamara dip. Muhamamara. I don't know how to say that. I've never heard of it. Garlic tomb yogurt dip and mint tremula dip. Then we got a $21 uh, charcuterie board. Chef selection of handcrafted cured meats of Spain and Italy. Pickled organic vegetables. Cured olives and caper tamponade. Sun cured tomatoes and crusty breads. We also have bar snacks, $7 for spiced Marcona almonds, $6 for marinated olives, and $7 for hummus with pita. And then uh, the burger, the mahi-mahi, and the silvaki are also offered, and they're the same as the, the restaurant. However, the grilled mahi-mahi, I, I stand corrected. I thought it was the sandwich. It's not. It's an entree. $40, by the way. Grilled mahi-mahi filet, olive oil, lemon. Parsley, Tuscan kale, cauliflower, toasted fergola, sarda, and some Spanish caper emulsion. So that's like a, a full plate of the mahi-mahi available at Stir. So that's interesting. Yep. And then... Uh, so you said you want to move over to the swan now? Yeah, we can go over this one. What do you want to talk about? Garden Grove? What, what are your thoughts on that place? I have that's one of the few that I haven't been to. Not much. Yeah, cuz that's that's also that's like a character buffet. Yeah, it's right? like a yeah, it's a character buffet. So they have a breakfast menu. That's breakfast only, I believe, right? Yes, I believe so. I think they did dinner. I don't know if they've come back since COVID. Yeah, so they're open uh Thursday through Monday, 7 a.m. to 11:30 a.m. for breakfast only. As of right now. Um, and it used to be a buffet, but it, it's not anymore. It's just okay. a, it's a sit down. But I think the characters might still come around. 
You can get oatmeal, um, grits. These are some like sides, just fruit, parfait, three egg omelet uh, with different uh, toppings. You can get uh, eggs, two eggs any style with hash brown potatoes and your choice of bacon, sausage, turkey bacon, and toast or English muffin. Uh, eggs Benedict. A Power Bowl for $20. It's steamed Arkansas brown rice, turkey or vegan sausage, wilted ice spinach, sunflower seeds, quinoa, flax seeds, and two poached eggs. That sounds like something that would go good with your turmeric water with lemon. Ooh. A Power Bowl. It actually doesn't sound bad if they just put like regular sausage instead of turkey sausage on there. All that other turkey stuff sounds okay. Turkey sausage is all right. Yeah. I'm not a huge I, fan. I, oh, trust me, I pre- I prefer pork, but turkey sausage is better than turkey bacon. Turkey bacon has no flavor. I agree with you. I do not like. I've tried it over and over, and I just can't get into it. Yeah. Um. Then they have some other entrees: a Belgian waffle, topped with house-made berry compote, sweet vanilla butter, cinnamon sugar, and maple syrup. Pancakes, four buttermilk pancakes piled high and served with whipped creamery butter or Nutella butter and real maple syrup. Try them with blueberries, bananas, or tiny chocolate chips. French toast, egg batter dipped double cut French baguette served with brown sugar, caramelized bananas, lightly whipped vanilla cream, and powdered sugar. Smoking biscuits and gravy, buttermilk biscuit topped with our house-made sausage gravy served with two eggs, any style, and home fries. Oh, sign me up for that all day. How about this part? For $18, you can get Taylor pork roll sandwich. Hot, thinly sliced Taylor pork roll, scrambled eggs, and melted American cheese on a toasted New York-style roll with dinner-style diner style potatoes. Two dippy eggs over easy with diner-style potatoes. Your choice of ham, bacon, sausage, and toast or an English muffin. That's perfect. You love dipping your, your bread I in the I certainly do. Um, avocado toast, they have that as well. Some different sides. Um, not a bad, uh, not a bad little breakfast menu there. I have to not say, not bad at all. Got to have a breakfast, Margie. Got to have a breakfast. Um, what else do we have over at the Swan? Well, I mean, obviously we got Il Molino, which we talk about a lot. You still have you haven't done it, have you? No. Open from 5 to 11 p.m. I mean, the, the menu there is just ridiculous. Pards, this, this, this might have to be a place that you bring the wife because she likes Italian food. Yeah. We just never get Italian in Disney because usually. Because you get. Uh, you just, no, no, no. I'm not even going to do the. I'm You're going to go there, aren't you? It's a different playbook. Usually. It's real heavy. Like you don't want like you're down there running around all day doing the back and forth, and then you don't want to get that big heavy pasta carb meal. You know, it's gonna weigh you down for the rest of the day. That's understandable. So I think that's a different playbook. And like you said, I know people say, Oh, we have great Italian we do have good Italian up here. It doesn't mean you can't have good Italian at another time if you like it too. Um I mean, the appetizers, they have arancini balls, polpette al forno, the Italian meatballs uh, for an appetizer. 
Carpaccio de carne. This is what I want. Thinly sliced Tuscan-style beef served with arugula, extra virgin olive oil, fresh lemon juice, and our original carpaccio sauce. That's the raw, like, thinly sliced pieces of beef. Oh, and they put, like, the capers and the... Oh, that you like so that? Good. Yeah. Uh, fry, they have pollo frito di Toscana, fried chicken, rosemary, crispy artichokes with a garlic lemon dipping sauce. Sounds pretty good. Uh, jumbo shrimp cocktail, calamari, uh, mussels with spicy garlic white wine sauce or spicy fra diavolo. <laughs> I love them. Do you like mussels? Yeah, I do. I like them a lot. Yeah, I do. And then they also have the... Uh, This looks like, oh, okay, this is like a charcuterie board for two, for $27. A platter of Italian delights. Prosciutto, mortadella, soppressetta, cacciatorini, parmigiano-reggiano, roasted red peppers, spicy cherry vinegar peppers, Castelvetrano olives, and buffalo mozzarella. Sounds so good. Got a couple salads. Caprese salad, Caesar salad, traditional salad. Do you like a good caprese salad? I do. I never order it because it's always like it's a little too simple. But if it's one of those, like if you get it like a wedding or something, I'm always like, this is so solid. So I do like it. I just never like order if you it. if you can get those tomatoes that are a tiny bit crunchy, but still sweet. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. Like you can cut it with a fork, or you might need like a butter knife to get through it. But it just has that that beefy taste and yeah. Mm. They got minestrone soup for $11 and a tortellini soup for $11. I've had the tortellini soup. It's fantastic. It's good. You're a soup guy for sure. They finish dinner always with a limoncello, free complimentary limoncello, which you said nice. you like. I'd like. like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Bread we service some, is good. It's a solid yeah. restaurant. Park. There's pizzas on there. Margarita pizza, rustic pizza, uh, sausage, mushroom, and truffle oil pizza. Sounds good. Quattro formaggi pizza. 20 to 22 dollars for the pizzas we got pasta entrees <coughs> excuse me i should have a, my uh, cough mic that's okay. my cough mute we have a gnocchi bolognese uh ravioli cacio e pepe that sounds good cracked black pepper parmesan cheese sauce and heirloom cherry tomatoes rigatoni con fungi which is rigatoni with wild mushrooms spicy cherry peppers garlic and truffle oil sounds so good those are all $29. Spaghetti Carbonara, one of your favorites. Oh, that's our new year. That used to be our every New Year's parts. $27 for that. Linguini alla vongole. Linguini with clams and spicy red sauce or spicy white wine sauce. I like the white wine sauce. Like when I get clams and linguini, I always want the white. Yeah, you got to go with the white. Absolutely, because it's more. It, it just complements the fish, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think I the like red sauce is just kind of hides it a little more. Can overpower it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, traditional penne regatte, $26. Risotto con fungi, uh, arboreal rice with wild mushrooms and truffle oil, $31. It sounds so good. Uh, cheese ravioli for $28. And then we have uh, family-style uh, sides, it looks like. Family-style items are served for parties of four or more, and items are priced per person. So you can get uh, some of these things family style, which is great. The salads all come family style, $10 a person. 
the calamari comes family style, $13 a person. The gnocchi, $16 a person. Penne, $15 a person. And the uh, rigatoni with the mushrooms, $16 a person. I like that option because if you've got four people, yeah. Yeah. You, could, you can all share a few different things. Sure, I like that. That's great. And it's not going to break the bank either. Right. Because if you ordered, like if, if me, you, Susie, and Sarah went, and we ordered the the family style calamari and a couple uh-huh. of the pastas and one of those giant chicken parms to share for the table. I mean that would that would be less than what we would probably spend if we all ordered off the menu individually. Anyway, they and have do some... we have an and do we have an Il Molina review on our YouTube channel? I'm guessing we do. I think we you do. Had a tape I, measure with you. I pulled I the. I brought right. the tape measure with me, and we actually. I physically measured the the uh, the palm because it's that big. Yeah. So we have uh, from the grill. We have a uh, ribeye, fourteen ounce grilled boneless ribeye, served with fried onions, sautéed spinach, and a Chianti sauce, sixty five dollars. Mm-hmm. We have a ten ounce tenderloin, which is a uh, a fillet. Served with roasted potatoes and a mixed mushroom sauce for $71. And then we have a $39 uh, pork chop with spicy cherry vinegar peppers and mushroom sauce served with roasted potatoes. That's unique, isn't it? That is. And it almost makes me, it reminds me of like the pork chop vinyadouche, the Portuguese dish. Oh man, don't get me going with that. That's so good. It's so we, good. We got the chicken, pollo, fra diavolo, boneless chicken with sausage and vegetables and a spicy red sauce. That chicken parmesan for $35. Pounded breaded chicken breast served with fresh tomato sauce and Italian cheese. Now, besides being enormous, how was it? Oh, it was delicious. It was good. Yeah. It was cooked perfectly. And then pollo scarpariello, hand-cut chicken with garlic, white wine, wild mushrooms, and spicy cherry pepper. Oh, it sounds so good. This is big time on your hit list, isn't it? They also have a whole veal section. We have a uh, veal milanese, thinly pounded veal, lightly breaded and pan fried, topped with arugula, $48. A single veal chop with sage and garlic over a bed of potatoes for $45. Costoletta de vitello parmesan, so veal parm for $47. And a veal salt and boca for $41. Uh, veal scallopini with prosciutto served with spinach, sage, and marsala sauce. We got some fish. We have bronzino, seared striped bass with cherry tomatoes, garlic, pancetta, and white wine served over sautéed spinach, 41. Uh, We have gambieri francese, $38. Egg battered jumbo shrimp served with sautéed spinach and white wine lemon sauce. And we also have a salmon for 39. Sautéed salmon and garlic and olive oil with a spicy wild mushroom sauce over broccoli rabe. Um, and then some sides. You can get uh, sp- spinach with garlic and olive oil, broccoli rabe with garlic, uh, potatoes, garlic bread for $11. These are all 11 and $12. Yep. Um, hand-cut wild mushrooms with garlic, olive oil, and fresh thyme for $11. And just cheese for 2 $12. Aged Parmesan cheese. I mean, this menu is out of control. Did you? Just, I mean, we, we're coming up on about twenty-five minutes that we've been talking about Il Molino. Should we just dedicate the rest of the show to Il Molino? I mean, we could at this point, but 
I mean, it's ridiculous. We're going to have to move along. And I'll tell you what, too. The price points are great. That's another reason why I love, as Joe Cachochi called it, the Swalfin. The Swalfin, yeah. Um, Because their price points are fine. They're not bad. Because I think they're trying to compete. They're trying to compete. Yeah. With Disney. Now, we have uh, kimonos also at the Swan. So from what I understand, we 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 went we went over there. That was when we were staying at the Swan and we were just bar hopping. Okay. And I was having Bloody Marys. Gotcha. At all the places. But uh we were there late night, they were doing karaoke. But from what I understand, people have said that their sushi is the best on property. Really good. Okay. And I'm not a sushi guy, so I'm just so telling they have... you from what I've heard. They are open 5.30 to 11.30, and then karaoke from 9.30 to 1 a.m. daily. Uh, there we go. That's pretty good. So, yeah, it's it's a Japanese restaurant. They have sushi, but they also have uh, other starters. So yep. you got you got to like sushi because there's not really... Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Anything else. Like, this is not a place I would take Sarah because she does not like sushi, and there's not enough of the other stuff to hold you over there's some soups and salads um they have a tempura udon noodle soup parts for 15 dollars. okay Tempura shrimp asparagus shiitake mushrooms with the udon noodles um miso soup they have some appetizers a seared tuna wagyu beef skewers for 21 dollars uh shrimp tempura goiza which are pan-fried dumplings they have a, a crispy Japanago chicken, Japanese seasoned rice with spicy guchong. Uh, they have a fried chicken with a sweet and spicy Sichuan pepper sauce and a grilled kalbi beef short rib for $18 with an Asian pear marinated bone-in short rib with kimchi. So, And then all the rolls, dragon roll, lollipop roll, spider roll, uh, spicy rainbow roll, stuff I would like to try. Jalapeno roll, kimonos roll, all good stuff. Um, but again, this is a place I'll probably not go yeah, to. Yeah, no any doubt. Point uh, yeah. Because it's very specific. But if you like sushi and what you're saying, people say it's one of the best. I mean, definitely worth checking out. Mm-hmm. So at the Dolphin, we obviously have Shula's. We'll talk quickly about Shula's because that's one that. I mean, we've talked about Shula's we've talk, a lot. Yeah, it, it doesn't need really much to, not much more to say about. It's open from uh, 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. And obviously, it's a traditional, as traditional as it gets of a steakhouse. Just high quality. Um, now, this they do wet aging here, right? You said like the Yachtsman is dry age and then Shula's is wet age? I, I think Shula's is wet age. Um, it might say it on here, but we have the uh, starters. You can get New Orleans-style shrimp, uh, shrimp cocktail. I would avoid the shrimp cocktail, just a point of advice. We've had some issues with the shrimp cocktail in the past. We almost lost a member of the Por Favor family uh, due to the shrimp cocktail. It looked good, though, especially flying through the air. It looked pretty good, too. <laughs> uh, tuna tartare. Throwing nice shirts, throwing <laughs> shirts over. I stayed. They just got there. Uh, uh, crab cake for twenty four dollars, and uh, a bacon 
appetizer for $22. Bourbon honey glazed thick cut Nooski's bacon with tomato jam, cheddar grits, white cabbage, and fennel slaw. Then we have the French onion soup, which by God is one of the best soups I've ever had in my life. Which, although I will say Steakhouse 71 lived up to it, but that onion soup is really good at Shula's. A tomato burrata salad for $17. The wedge salad, which is a Steakhouse classic. Uh, Shula's house salad for $16. uh, (laughs) Tomatoes, bacon, ricotta salada, carrots, scallions, apple cider vinaigrette. And a traditional uh, Caesar with house-made Caesar dressing. All $16, $17 for the salads. We have the uh, the non-steak entrees. A half-roast chicken for $40. Prime rib for $58. A crab cake entree for $48. Salmon for $41. A miso-glazed halibut for $42. And they have some uh, rotating fish, but depending on what they have in stock. Uh, the steaks. I mean, what can you say? You got 10 ounce filet, 12 ounce filet, um, a 16 ounce prime New York strip, 22 ounce cowboy ribeye, yep, 24 ounce black Angus porterhouse, and a 42 ounce prime tomahawk. The tomahawk is $160. Uh, the other ones are 69 to 76. Those tomahawk steaks are ridiculous. Have you seen those things? With yes. the giant bone, they look like a Fred Flintstone steak. Um, you can get any steak Oscar style for fifteen dollars. What's what with uh it's got like the crab on it. Okay, that's what like I that crab, like sauce. crab sauce. Yep. Yep. And then there's uh other sauces for six dollars each Bernays sauce, Hollandaise sauce, horseradish cream, or Burr Blanc. Um, it says they're serving premium, aged to perfection, Lintz Heritage Angus beef. So it doesn't say dry aged, so I'm assuming that's wet aged then. And actually, the sneaky star of the show at Shula's are these sides parts. The steaks are obviously fantastic, but the sides are just so good. You can get the asparagus for $15, broccoli for $14, a baked potato for $13, mac and cheese for $15. Mashed potatoes, you get cream spinach, caramelized Brussels sprouts with bacon, onions, and lemon juice, and sautéed mushrooms with uh, garlic thyme oil. Those are all $13 to $15 for the sides. Now, we had the mac and cheese, right? And we had that left over? Mm-hmm. And some of that spinach We as killed well. that at like 4 in the morning. Oh, that was a bad news, wasn't it? Shula's is so good. I mean, what else can you say about Shula's? It was actually just... Schaefer's, and he was getting on a plane. Oh, that's right. So it was he left, left it for us. Yes. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't give us the chance. Oh, my God. That was so good, wasn't it? It was really good. And mac and cheese is always better like six weeks after, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I, I know what you're saying. How about this... Uh... This new place you've been you've been talking about, Rosa Mexicano. Oh my God! I I watched a review. Kristen watched it with me, and she's like, "We have to go." I mean, it was. Now this is a breakfast, lunch, and dinner place as well. Seven to eleven uh, mm-hmm. for breakfast, twelve to two for lunch, and five to eleven for dinner. So, so let's talk about the breakfast because I like nobody ever thinks to go to a Mexican restaurant for breakfast. No, it's very outside the box. And this is also a buffet, 
$29.99 includes content uh excuse me includes continental breakfast buffet offerings. You can get bacon, sausage, chorizo sausage, and ranch style potatoes, scrambled eggs that come with fresh salsa, lime crema, and crispy tortilla strips, pancakes and Mickey waffles, and uh Rose's guacamole guacamole so avocado toast served with carnated tomatoes and jalapenos. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the uh, continental breakfast stuff as well, which is fruits, parfait, hard-boiled eggs, danishes, muffins, oats, cereals. So you can get the you can get just the continental breakfast, which is kind of like ale and compass, mm-hmm. or you can get the full buffet, which has the hot selections with it. The regular buff, the continental breakfast is twenty one ninety nine. Yeah, the full buffet is twenty nine ninety nine. Um, also, I. I missed it before you can get made to order omelets with the uh with the regular buffet they have a meat lovers parts bacon oh. sausage and shadis omelet can't go wrong with that nope regular menu uh they have a kids menu so if you don't want to drop you know the money on a buffet for the kids and you know they only want a mickey waffle you get 10 bucks for the mickey waffles or pancakes um regular entrees you can get two eggs Anyway, with potatoes, with the choice of bacon, sausage, shadis, toast, or English muffin. Fire-roasted vegetable omelet for 21 Chilaquiles divorciados for $23, which is two fried eggs, corn tortilla strips, salsa verde, guajillo sauce, black beans, Mexican cheeses, crema, and avocado. Um, you can get an order of pancakes for 20 bucks, Churro waffles for 23 a breakfast burrito for twenty three, scrambled eggs, Chihuahua cheese, crumbled cheese, pico de gallo, guacamole, and ranch style potatoes. Sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Huevos rancheros for twenty three. Yep. Two eggs cooked your way with crispy corn tortillas, black beans, salsa ranchera, avocado, and ranch potatoes. They have a bloody Maria there part. So instead of vodka, it comes with tequila, with a house made bloody mary mix with a tahine coated citrus rim. I wonder what what the difference is. The taste. If you like it spicy, ask for our house trace chilies tincture. So they put like a chili oil in it if you want it spicy. I think you got to review that. The Bloody Maria. Do you like? Are you a tequila guy? I don't even actually like. I might have taken a sip of a margarita. Yeah, but I've never. I don't think I've ever done like tequila shots. I I have, and it's usually not good. But, you know, um, I've heard a lot of people like like some people like black out. They get violent. Like I heard it's I don't know what it is that's in tequila, but it really so, messes with people. So tequila is a stimulant. So it's like the only alcohol that's also a stimulant. That's why it messes people up. Like all most alcohols are depressants, but tequila for some reason has something in it that makes it a stimulant. So it's almost so like if you do tequila, would you, did you do shots or were you drinking margaritas? Or I, I've I've done shots. Back and what does it do? Does it days. like lift you up or kind of just gets you all like wired up and then you're also drunk at the same time. So it, it doesn't go well, usually. Um, should we move on to lunch over here at Rosa Mexicano? Yeah. I don't know what the difference for lunch and dinner. I'm very interested. Okay. So lunch, we have uh, a homemade table side guacamole. You can do that. You can get starters for uh, quesadilla, chicken flautas, nachos, chicken tortilla soup, 
Red chili chicken, pasilla chili broth, crispy corn tortilla strips with avocado and queso fresco, 14 bucks. Um, some salads. And then for tacos, you get three tacos per order. You can get fresh ahi tuna tacos for $19. Okay. Crispy shrimp tempura tacos for $20. Red chili chicken tacos for $16. Grilled New York strip tacos for $23. Barra queso tacos for 18, which is braised beef brisket queso, Oaxaca, cilantro, a consomme dip. So it's like a it's like a French dip taco parts. You dip the taco in like the beef broth. The burrilla taco. I think that's what you gotta try. That sounds like that's up your alley. Uh roasted mushroom taco for 15. Duck carnitas tacos for 19. Chopped cheese taco for $16. Pork carnitas for seventeen, and then they have a, a cheeseburger for the picky eaters, nineteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Sure, and a torta, which is a sandwich, which comes with uh, cheese, black beans, pickled jalapeno, sliced avocado, tomato, shaved cabbage, waffle fries on the side, and you can either get chicken, uh, carnitas, steak, or uh, portobello mushroom as the protein in that sandwich. Sides, you can get black beans, Mexican rice, uh, sweet corn, mac and cheese <clears throat> for 10 bucks. Excuse me. And then you can add uh, crumbled shadis on the mac and cheese for an extra $4. That sounds pretty <laughs> That's good. silly, isn't it? Quite. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, the, I mean, the, that sounds really good, too. Rosa Mexicano. Yes. For lunch. And that's relatively new. It's newer over at the Dolphin. Yeah, it's it's a newer place. I think it's, it's situated it's, down right down next to a fountain in the bottom floor. It's not even the lobby. It's it's the belly of the dolphin. Gotcha. You have to take the escalators down to Blue Zoo. Oh, all right. So it's over in that direction. Mm-hmm. For dinner, you could still get the guacamole. Uh, they also have ceviche, shrimp ceviche, tuna ceviche, and salmon ceviche. Starters, you can get fresh ahi tuna tacos for a starter. Uh, crispy shrimp with a fiery chili sauce for $18 as a starter. Black bean and cheese empanadas. Again, nachos, chicken flautas, chicken tortilla soup. A lot, some of the same stuff as well. The salads. And then we get to the uh, the main entrees for dinner. I have to say, for me, I'm just looking at this quick. Everything looks really good, but I'm leaning towards lunch because that's what I think of when I think of like a Mexican place. All that stuff they had on the lunch menu was calling my name. Yeah. This stuff is seems like a little too fancy for me when it comes like I like sloppy Mexican. Like I want tacos when I get Mexican. I don't want some of these entrees, which sound good. Roast half chick, $31. Comes with mole poblano sauce, sauteed spinach, crema, sweet plantains, white rice, and corn tortillas. A tapenqueña, which is a 10-ounce grilled certified Angus beef New York strip with a cheese enchilada, Mexican rice, refried beans, queso fresco, guacamole, and corn tortillas for, for $36. Salmon pipián for $32. Uh, pork carnitas de cazuela for 27 habanero pickled onions, shaved cabbage, avocado, salsa cruda, roasted tomatillo chipotle salsa, tomatillo avocado salsa, pico de gallo, and corn tortillas. 
uh, jumbo shrimp, which this is the uh, Camarones El Mojo Diojo for $33. Jumbo shrimp, chadis, fideo noodles, avocado, chili, guajillo, lobster, butter sauce. That sounds phenomenal, doesn't it? I mean, it, it sounds good. I don't know what it is, though. Yeah, who cares? It does sound really good. That's fair. Uh, who cares? Is Just, right. you know, food I've never had, belly, you know, I think say it, hi to each other. I think it's a pasta, which is really weird at a Mexican restaurant, but it does sound good. How about this? $72, 22-ounce bone-in certified Angus beef ribeye, oh. grilled cambrai onions, grill, chili roasted potatoes, corn tortillas, and a cilantro chimichurri. Oh, <laughs> a chili relleno for 24 black beans, quinoa, roasted corn, queso, Oaxaca, watercress, and a tomato chipotle sauce. And then a mushroom harache for $25. Uh, planka roasted shiitake, cremini, oyster mushrooms, black beans, sauteed spinach, uh, all different sauces. So that's those are the vegetarian options. And then they have Rosa's Signature Crispy Crackling Pork Chop for two for $68. Comes with cabbage and apple slaw, salsa molhacate, tomatillo pico de gallo, grilled cambrai onion, corn tortillas, chili roasted potatoes, and a charred tomato jalapeno salsa. So a crackling pork chop for two. So that means the skin's all crispy and like crunchy on it for $68. Sounds um, good, doesn't it? Yeah. So they also have these parriadas. I don't know. I'm definitely not saying that right. Rosa's own Mexican-style mixed grill served on a sizzling platter. It's almost like a fajita. Accompanied with freshly made corn tortillas, roasted onions, uh, frijoles, borrachos, cheese-stuffed jalapenos, charred tomato salsa, pico de gallo, and guacamole. Um, recommended for two people for $69, you get chicken, uh, Charisse and a 10 ounce New York strip, $69 with all that other stuff. Recommended for four people for $127, you get all of the above and jumbo shrimp with a cilantro chimichurri. Again, gr great price points. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Recommended for six people for $179. So that's what, 30 bucks a person? Oh, you and I. <laughs> it comes with the chicken, the Charisse, the beef. The shrimp and grilled cocoa rub short ribs. Oh my goodness! For one seventy nine. Um, then they have enchiladas. You can get duck carnitas enchilada, roasted chicken enchilada, beef brisket enchilada, uh, cheese, and a mushroom enchilada. And you could do an enchilada tasting for thirty three dollars. Pick three of your favorites, so you can get three different kinds uh, for thirty three. Again, they have the tacos, a lot of the same ones we talked about, including that burrito one, which I think you should definitely try, and a bunch of sides. I mean, it, it look all three meals look fantastic. The breakfast is sneaky mm -hmm. good, the lunch is yeah, 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 solid, and the dinner is a step up of yeah. fancy. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of it, in my opinion. And I bet most people who listen to the show have never heard of any of this stuff. No, it's it's new in fairness. It looks like it opened maybe in March of this year, but still. So um, legit, isn't it? I mean, it looks pretty good. It looks really good. And the other place that's great that we is Fountain Downstairs. Now, you had a bad experience. Well, listen, if you're going to be an ice cream shop, you can't start serving ice cream 
after the restaurants open. I I'm not, I wasn't even I was just shocked that that like was the just case. yeah just shocked. So I mean, it might have been great. We didn't even eat there because it was so bizarre that that, it, that, that place is good. But the other place upstairs in the main lobby is fuel. That's it. Okay. Quick service, and and they have a nice. They have great coffees. Uh, it's a it's a grab and go more or less, but very overlooked. Great place, great spot. And we didn't even get into Blue Zoo or anything like that. I mean, we're already at an hour here. There's a lot of great, great options. I mean, you want to? Do we have? How many more do we have? I mean, there's a lot depending on what we want to get into. But um, let's do Blue Zoo. That'll at least round out. We'll finish the with uh, all the signatures at least, and then the casuals and stuff we kind of missed out on. So again, Blue Zoo is dinner five to eleven p.m. daily. Um, and we talked about this a little a couple weeks ago because you brought it up as one of your picks. But for starters, you can get jumbo shrimp cocktail, tuna tartare, seared sea scallops with braised beef short rib and cauliflower silk for $25. Crab nachos, that sounds pretty good, $27. Um, Thai mussels, fresh sustainable mussels, coconut curry broth, crispy potatoes, and Parisian lime. Barbecue pork pot stickers for $21. We have Blue Zoo signature clam chowder with salt-cured bacon. Made oyster crackers, which you said is out of this world. Hands down, the best chowder I've ever had. Ridiculous, life changing. You'll bless yourself. Break out the rosary beads. I mean, it is. I can't say much more about it. I mean, it's phenomenal. And now, if you don't want the regular clam chowder, you can go with the crab corn chowder, breaded blue crab cake, creamy broth, and a sweet corn succotash for twenty three. We have a Caesar salad. We have a summer salad. Have a raw bar. You can get oysters. You can get a seafood tower for $110. You know, I've always wanted those. I got the oysters yeah. the last time we were there, and they're fantastic. But I've always wanted those, like, $200 towers. They're so this, intriguing, aren't they? So this one's $110. And no, I com- want the $200 one parts. Well, that's not. Oh, it's not on the menu. I mean, maybe it. No, maybe I'm just, I'm just joking. I just want. I just want more of what you. So it says it's a combination of a dozen fresh East and West Coast oysters, poached jumbo shrimp, ceviche, salmon tartare puff, smoked whitefish dip, crackers, a Bloody Mary cocktail sauce, seasonal mignonettes, and Tabasco caviar. So for $110, you get all that. Um, there's some flatbreads they have, roasted tomato with mozzarella and basil, a mushroom flatbread, and a shrimp flatbread. Sweet and okay. spicy tempura rock shrimp, pickled chili peppers, dynamite sauce, and mustard greens for $22. Then we fish. It says simply fish. Select from our nightly ch- accompanied by creamy risotto and seasonal vegetables. Served with your selection of sauce. This is what you were talking about, right? You yes. Get the different sauces. So there's a... Yes. You can get cobia, mahi-mahi, salmon, corvina, swordfish, probably other ones as well on a rotational basis. Um, you can get a warm crab meat Dijon sauce, a salsa verde, a white mm-hmm. wine sauce, a charred tomato sauce, and you can add a lobster claw as well for $9 on top of it. The fish is uh, 39 40 or 41 depending on the fish. Which, 
in my opinion, if I'm going to a place called Blue Zoo, I'm getting one of the fish. Probably. Yep. Probably Cobia because I've never had that. And that's the I don't most know if I have. One. I'm sure I have. I know Corvina, you said, is good, right? Yeah, that's right. I've had Corvina quite a few times. Yep. So I would uh, I would definitely try that. Or just go by a recommendation, whatever they say. Um, entrees, you have an Asian prime skirt steak with Chinese-style sausage, fried rice, egg, and pickled Fresno chilies for $47. That sounds so good. A butter steak. Um, a butler steak, excuse me. Grilled Angus beef butler steak with a black bean puree, chimichurri, sunchoke chips for forty-one. Uh, regular fillet with roasted potatoes, mushrooms, sautéed onion, truffle porcini sauce for fifty-eight. Seared ahi tuna for forty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. A whole roasted fish for fifty-one. This is a tomato marinated yellowtail snapper, English pea, Yukon truffle potato pavé, toasted walnuts, fresh herbs, and a brown butter lemon vinaigrette. Again, that's 51. Lobster bucatini with chervil butter, ricotta cheese, Calabrian chili flakes for 43. A roast squash, a Cantonese lobster for $90. Tempura that's a fried very... two-pound main lobster yeah. with a Szechuan glaze, mushroom lo mein, pickled vegetables, jumbo lump crab, and Chinese hot mustard. $90. That sounds so good, though. It's so different, isn't it? Sounds like almost something you'd see at Morimoto. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, he obviously taught English. There's a lot of Asian-inspired yes, stuff on this so. menu, yep. so you could tell that's in his wheelhouse along with the seafood. Um, there's a marinated brick chicken, honey mustard brined bell and Evan's chicken breast, dark meat croquettes, lemon butter almond couscous, marinated tomato, crispy skin, white bean puree, roasted chicken jus for $34. Um, sides, they have mac and cheese, french fries, Green beans, risotto tots, glazed carrots, and Gulf oyster spoon bread, which is a heritage sweet corn spoon bread, Creole mayonnaise, and crispy Gulf oysters for $15. This menu is out of control. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It's so good. And this is one of their, this is like, they announced that this is their newest menu. Oh, okay. So he had changed it, changed, you know, made some tweaks and stuff, but this thing's insane, isn't it? So you can go baller here and spend a lot of money at this place. if you And can. I'm fine with that. But you don't have to. You don't have to. No. Like, even just the fish. Okay, $41, but it comes with the sides. Yeah. It's not like you got to buy the sides. It's, so not, it's not, not that car. bad. Exactly. No, it's not bad at all. You get, a, you get a thing of chowder and a fish entree. And you're at 50-something bucks a person, a cocktail. You're at under 200 bucks for a signature. Yeah, she's That's she's had a she's had a cocktail, and we were out of there at a, at a buck and a half with a good tip. So it's it's right. fine. It's definitely attainable. I mean, you want and to it's do a, the, it's beautiful inside. It's a yeah. Beautiful the pictures restaurant. look amazing. It's really nice. I mean, if you and I want to split that that raw tower and get that Cantonese lobster, it might end up being a little more expensive. But, right. You know. Right. That's how we to like be expected to if it's you and I. Yeah, we always spend more money on ourselves, don't we? Right. And there's good stuff. And so we didn't even get to most of the quick serves, like peekaboo. You talked about fuel. We talked about grounds. Um, the lounges. Shula's has a lounge. Il Molino's has a lounge. You know, their Blue's, main, they all their have main bar is fantastic. Upstairs. Oh, Finn's. Finn's yeah, Finn's is, is great. great. Um, yeah, I mean, 
the Cabana Bar and Beach Club they have, Tangerine. There's a ton of stuff in that area. Just check it out. Just walk around in there. The thing is, too, maybe outside of Shula's, you can always get a reservation at these places. Oh, yeah. You could pretty but, much walk up. Yeah. Sometimes Shula's could be a little tricky. But other than that, they're pretty much available. Because Shula's isn't like a best kept secret anymore. No. But these all compete like as far as Italian. It's probably the best Italian there. As far as seafood, it's probably the best seafood. Looks like it's the best Mexican, which isn't a high bar to jump over. But it looks like it's the best Mexican on property just by looking at that menu. So some really solid options over there. And like you said, if you're not going to use your DVC points to stay, you're staying at Swan or Dolphin because their rack rates are lower. For what No doubt get. about it. No doubt about it. Those resorts are gorgeous. The rooms are spacious. You have balconies on, on most of the rooms. I, I I love that place. Always have, always will. I, I'm always, and I'm thinking like, if there's ever a year like we're low on DVC points or whatever, I would still love to just stay there and pay cash. Yeah. I just love those resorts. They're just close to everything. Yeah, those are nice. They're definitely nice resorts. See, that's a good, see, that's something that I'm looking forward to. So if I end up getting a DVC stay if I'm at Boardwalk or Beach Club. Now those all those restaurants are in play. Are in play, yeah. For that trip, you know, which is great. Anyway, should we take our second and break? The, the other thing that's oh, nice is is if you do do a beach club or a yacht club stay in your flights court, you can get in a day earlier or, you know, like get in later. Oh, and, and pay you cash for you, one night. And yeah. just pay cash, you, you know, $160, $180. And you're right there. And then you're right there, and then you just walk your walk your stuff over. Yeah, watch, yeah. So that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I love All right. those places. We'll take yep. our break. We'll be right back. We are back from break episode number 491 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. We just got through talking about most of the restaurants at the Swan Dolphin and Swan Reserve, but obviously there's a lot more we could get into, but those places are just solid. You want me to stop talking about the pool bar at the Dolphin or are we kind of short for time? Maybe because we bellied up there and had a cocktail and had some appetizers there, and it was phenomenal. So and let's not we can leave that for another show. And well, we could talk about what about those bloody Mary entrees they do on like Sunday morning. 
Oh my god. So there's there's lots of options at that resort. And they have their own food and wine festival. They have their own food and wine, which is I've never been. We've been talking about it, but you just pay one price. Right. And you could just and you can eat unlimited. Then you can buy, I think, like they have a beer package and a wine package, but it's much better better than spending like eight dollars for a couple French fries or whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean Yeah. Don't you think it's the best food and beverage on property? I mean, top to with the exception. I mean, Grand Floridian is it's kind they, of in a class by itself. With yeah, but Victoria they don't have the Alberts. variety, though. They don't. No, they don't have. Yeah, they don't have as much. I think that's part of the beauty of a place like Swan and Dolphin, where there isn't like an overall theme. They don't. They can have an Italian restaurant right next to a Japanese restaurant. It doesn't matter. Right. Whereas if like the Polynesian had an Italian restaurant, it wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't fit. Right. So these are like they're hotels and that's okay that's what they are that's what they've always been and they can have this wide variety in diverse foods and it makes mm-hmm. sense and it fits in and it's really a nice thing and they they do a good job with it so that being said we should probably wrap things up since yeah, we're in a little yeah, long a little long we talked about our youtube page already youtube.com slash at wdwbt all the social medias twitter facebook instagram at wdwbtg Our Facebook group is WDW, Beyond the Gates Podcast Family. Our website, WDWBTG.com. You can email us, info at WDWBTG.com, Mike at WDWBTG.com, and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Did I forget anything? You got everything there, parts. All right, that's going to do it for episode 491 of the WDW, Beyond the Gates Podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week now it's time to say goodbye to all our company m-i-c see you real soon why because we like you M-O-C.